Dear Mama, I hope this finds you well and with your feet up, coffee in hand, curlers in your hair, and red lipstick on. Okay, no, I'm just joking. I know you're probably folding laundry, have your earbuds on, and you're probably having your third cup of coffee, which you actually have probably warmed up three or four times. You've got a kid screaming in the background, and I don't know, maybe there's burnt toast in the toaster and a sink full of dishes. I get it. And uh, I'm so thankful that you're listening. I think this is amazing. You might actually be like me and on your commute to work. And don't worry, as always, I am hands-free. I have been thinking a lot about the whole idea of the evolution of the woman and the need in our world for women and their femininity to rise, um, to create um, a different space in the world that we're in now. Now, I don't know how much you've dived into the difference between masculinity and femininity and know that it actually has nothing to do with gender and everything to do with our more dominant force in our being and some people are quite fluid as the world is evolving um, that they are on both sides of the polarity and it's coming together where they you know don't identify with male or female masculine or feminine but they have a dominant nature <coughs> excuse me uh, and I have experienced this more than ever in the last 18 months, uh, my whole life has been an evolving journey. And I know for most people it has. Um, but mine really has been a heart-wrenching, heart-opening, heart-transforming experience in my whole entire life. And I've gone through a lot of things at each time that I've gone through these serious and significant stages in my life. Um, I've evolved uh, as a as a woman, as a as a person in this world, and my act of service of wanting to do and be more for everything and everyone around me has increased, and so has my need to nurture my soul. And I say that soul because it's really about the essence of who I am, and I've been hearing a lot about this whole essence of who you are thing lately. And I'm curious about it. Like, I'm really curious about it. And I try to live my life from a place of what is all this about, these buzzwords that come out. For years, the Dalai Lama and uh, other big names in the world have said, spiritual names, have said that it is the woman that will save our world. It's the man who have brought us to where we are. It's the women. Uh, but really, it's about the energy. So the masculine energy is about a doing energy. Whereas a feminine energy is about a nurturing and being energy, about being present. And we often get confused and there's lots of different pieces at play when we, when we think about this, um, especially women in the workforce and um, that mothers were once mothers, that was their job to really rear and mind children, where now they're playing so many different roles in the world that that energy is actually quite confused. And a lot of women are now stepping backwards. It's amazing how many women have said, you know, I don't want to have a, a child in the hospital. I really want a home birth with a midwife and a doula. Um, and I've, you know, had some really fascinating conversations about some really interesting things with people um, around their evolution, especially women at their evolution in their pregnancy. And I wanted to talk about it this morning because it's forefront of my mind as I go through yet another transition uh, in my life. Um, transitioning back to work, watching my daughter start to walk um, and not need me as much as she has needed me over the last year. And watching her build connection with other people 
and me learning the balance of all of that and just being present to what is versus trying to fight it. Yesterday I recorded uh, you know, this whole piece about releasing and about letting go again and I'm constantly finding myself in a place of constantly letting go, letting go of these belief systems that I believe things should be and look a certain way and just accept the way that they are and challenge myself to look at things and feel things in a different way and what can I do to co-create something really beautiful based on where I'm at right now even though at times it's extremely painful. And yes, I just took a, middle, uh, a sip of water in the middle of my uh, middle of my little riff there. But I want to talk about this um, this piece around our spiritual evolution. So here's what I've learned so far, and you may agree or disagree. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to contact me. But there are two types of uh, of pregnancies, if you will. The first pregnancy is one that's super scientific. So basically, you know, what happens? We have sex or we get uh, inseminated in some form or another um, because we have lovely technology that we can do that these days. Um, And so you get inseminated and you're pregnant and you go through the stages of development in your body and, and it's just science. It just kind of does its thing and it does its course. And sometimes that child comes into the world, uh, uh, we birth that child into the world naturally, sometimes we have assistance, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, and I've, you know, I've talked to a lot of women, um, their, their child doesn't come into the world because in the way that we want them to come into the world, um, and it's sad, and there's lots of grieving that happens within that, um, and that's nature, this whole nature science piece that happens of why ch- certain children are born and certain children aren't born. And within that is also a spiritual context. And when I talk about spiritual context, this is not necessarily attached to a God. So if you attach spirituality to religion, this is actually quite separate. Spiritual to me, in the context in which that I use for my work and for my life, is about an evolution of who we are to bring us deeper into our sense of full self. And that's the self that was born into the world. My favorite quote or my favorite thing that my midwife said to me is, In the first 60 seconds of your daughter being born, you will see her. So pay attention. Look at her. Look at her face. Look at her eyes. Look at her expression because that is essentially in her essence, her. And then she gets infiltrated with all the outside energies of the world and that starts to diminish in one form or another. So that first 60 seconds, just look at her. And I remember doing that. I remember looking at my daughter and going, wow hello, beautiful soul, like you're so pure, you're so, like I just, it was amazing. And I felt really, uh, there's a deep, deep connection to that. But in my pregnancy, I had a very spiritually evolving pregnancy. So this is the second part. And I've talked to a number of women who have experienced this, but we don't talk about it. For whatever reason, there's not a conversation about spiritual pregnancies. And this is where we are, certain people in their evolution, where you release all the things in your being mentally and emotionally that are no longer serving you that will allow you to be more present, more connected, and more available uh, to the child in which that you're giving birth to or that you are growing inside of you. We know for a fact, science says that in the first particularly two years, a child's nervous system both that of social and otherwise, are mirrored 
are mirrors of the mothers. Okay, this can also be be said to caregivers, but more specifically to the mother. So, because the child is being born inside of your body, your nervous system and how the, the experiences that you have in your pregnancy will affect the development and the growth of your child because there's different hormones that are being released and different energies that you have in your body. Okay, this is not to create guilt or shame or anything around that, but this is just how the evolution goes. So in part of my pregnancy, which was unplanned, um, and there were some serious uh, side effects to that um, because of some of the choices that were being made in and around my pregnancy, which I'll probably get on in another podcast, not in this one, I started to experience traumas and different things that I had experienced in my life up until that point and I was releasing them. So I would have experiences of intense emotion, uh, flashbacks uh, of certain situations in my life. I highly sensitive, um, highly sensitive and I would feel and experience so much in that I couldn't be around a lot of people. Um, I especially couldn't be around people that I didn't feel aligned with that would keep me safe. Um, and I cocooned myself and nested myself and spent a lot of time in a state of nurturing my soul in nature, in art, um, in walking, in animals, um, you name it, in cooking. Um, now some people just call that natural nesting. But for me, it was much deeper than that. And I just grew exponentially in my pregnancy. I released all the things that were no longer serving me, that I was in some form or another hanging on to in my being. And then I just, it was just gone. And it was like, what is going on? Like, I couldn't figure out what was going on. But the more conversations I had about some of the anxieties that I was feeling and the experiences, other women go, oh yeah, 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 I'm experiencing that too. I didn't know that that somebody else was experiencing that as well. And what I learned through some of, you know, some reading and some conversations is that, and some meditation, because that's where I really get a lot of my, you know, my answers or my, my knowings from is that is part of our evolution. So I can be more present to the needs of my daughter as she grows and develops so that I can support her growth and development based on my grounding force. So the more that I accept that this is just part of my growth and development and I am releasing to unleash more possibility, then all of a sudden all this amazing stuff starts to happen and occur. Um, and so people were saying to me, Loretta, how do you know these things? Or how do you see these things? And I, I can't explain it other than I have processed at such a rapid pace. Um, and, and then you're talking to somebody who's done therapies and as a coach and I've done, you know, I've done, I've done it all. I've, I spent eight days in a spiritual retreat in Brazil for God's sakes. And, um, oh gosh, I guess that's a whole other episode, <laughs> but I, that happened just before I got pregnant. Um, yeah, so it's, I've had a, a life and a half, um, Tons of experiences personally and professionally and nothing, nothing, as I mentioned before, takes the cake of this motherhood journey that I've been on. And it's so imperative in our world. So if you're listening to this and your pregnancy was a spiritual pregnancy, meaning that you really lived through, relived traumas, if you, uh, you know, experienced insomnia, anxieties, if you felt like this stronger sense of, of, of nurturing and mothering that grew inside of you, um, 
some people had a very happy pregnancy. Some people had a terrible pregnancy. Some people had a very evolving pregnancy. Every pregnancy is different. Uh, I know this, but there are those two types of one. It's just, you know, science and you're walking through it. And it's like, okay, I have a baby, pop it out. And you know, I'm a mom now and, and you go through the process. I, it's not as, as I'm saying it so easily and, and whimsical, I know. Um, and then the other people, it's like this deep earth shattering and literally your earth is shattered and then it's rebuilt. And it is such a powerful knowing and understanding. And for those of you who have had this spiritual uh, pregnancy, you know, and you've birthed this child, uh, and there's lots of interesting books that if you've had a child after 2016, I believe, you actually have given birth most likely to a child that has the highest uh, intelligence in our evolution. That means your child will learn quickly. Your child will be more sensitive energetically. Your child will... Um, experience things on a much more rapid and profound experience in life than ever before. There are always these types of children, you know, throughout span, but there is more being born since I think it's 2016, 2017 than ever before. And our world needs these children in order to help the evolution of humanity, right? And this is part of, you know, from ape to where we are now, huge leaps and bounds in intelligence. And that happens because we are evolving and growing as, as humans. And so as a mother, when you've given birth to this, you know, this child that is more sensitive and more intelligent and more, and by intelligent, I don't mean that they're stupid children and then they're smart children. It's just a different type of intelligence. Okay. I believe all children are intelligent. Um, and, uh, and I want to do a whole episode. I think <laughs> I would love to do a whole episode on, on children with autism and who are on the spectrum and their extreme gifts to this world because they are extreme gifts to this world. Um, and I also want to do an episode, I think about trauma during pregnancy because that will help from my understanding and research will help a lot of moms who have gone through a lot of spiritual development in their pregnancy, who have experienced that trauma, who then affects the nervous system of their children. And they have a higher rate. Interesting enough, if you read or listen to any doctor, uh, uh, Gourmate stuff um, will tell you that children, if you experience any type of trauma or stress during your pregnancy that are is un, of a natural state, um, your child has a higher likelihood of uh, being diagnosed with ADHD, which is actually not ADHD. It's actually how they respond to stress. And if we teach children earlier on in life how to manage stress well through yoga, meditation, mindfulness, being present, not overwhelmed by instant gratification, your child will cope amazingly in this world and be incredibly resilient. Um, and so, but again, that's a whole other episode. The, the point of this one, as I go off on these tangent riffs, um, is the difference between the, the scientific uh, birth or the scientific pregnancy, the, the prenatal to postpartum, and one that is from a spiritual aspect, the science to the spiritual, and the spiritual is evolving. So if you're a person who's experienced a lot in life, meaning you've gone through a lot of different experiences, experienced lots of traumas, worked through them, highly resilient, highly emotional, intelligent, um, because of all of these things, I never wish it upon anybody, but there's lots of us out there, um, and highly sensitive, which means that you're probably in the helping profession. If you're not, you should be because you have a, a gift to give to the world. Um, you will need some extra tools 
to support you on this journey. You're going to need more self-care. You're going to need more um, boundary setting skills. You're going to need more um, time to connect with a people who have experienced the same type of, of process in their evolution. Your children are going to need more profound connections and will need more assistance to help in their development to keep them healthy and strong, alert, and, um, and to share their gifts in the world. Uh, and so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this morning. I don't know why so much it was on the front and center. Actually, I do know why it's front and center because I experienced something where somebody said to me, yeah, you've experienced a lot of trauma and I felt a lot of shame around that trauma. Um, And I was like, why am I feeling so much shame around this trauma that I experienced? And then I go to this place of going, because I'm professional, I've worked all over the world, I have all these credentials, I blah, 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 like I have all this stuff, Uh, you know, I'm so spiritually aware, I've worked with thousands of people, I've helped thousands of people, I should never have gone through what I've gone through, I should have been more, and it's shoulda, 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 I was just shitting all over myself, and... And then I was like, no, like this is part of my spiritual evolution. And it helps um, if you haven't dug into any of uh, Marianne Williamson stuff. Uh, there's a one called Return to Love. I highly recommend it. Um, and she talks about this whole idea of these relationships that we have in our world and how every per- person that we meet and encounter is on purpose. And it helps us to become more aware. So this conversation where I actually got ignited by shame actually just brought up stuff that I was already feeling and I needed to work through and get through them in a different type of way in order to not be present to that energy anymore because it's no longer a value to me and holding me back. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I find, as you can tell, I'm excited and about these, about these topics um, and I know there's many of you out there that are experiencing, you know, that uh, experience the same excitement or the same energy in and around these possibilities uh, that can be created when, um, when we're aware and present to them. Um, we cannot see things that we do not know are there. We cannot see things that we do not know that are there. So, um, and I mean that not on a literal sense. So here's the thing. If I have blinders and I think I'm just going to have this type of life or I'm just experiencing these things and I don't look at why or the possibilities or look at the full spectrum in a critical thinking point of view and try to, you know, maneuver it so so that I can actually gain from it and become a better person. If I don't do that work, if I don't look at it a certain way, I'm going to be stuck in a certain mindset. So I can't see that something there is there of value to help me to grow, evolve, to have a more successful and abundant life if I'm not aware of what that experience is actually giving me. And every time that you experience any type of trauma in your life, it is and the heart-wrenching, and I could tell you stories about heart-wrenching trauma. Um, if you don't, and, and that's not an ego, I went to that, that's an ego thing, no. I can tell you what those are like. So those of you women here that you're like are, are listening to this and going, yeah, but I've experienced this type of trauma and it was terrible and it was wrong and it was, yeah, it was terrible and yes, it was wrong and yes, you should not have experienced that, but you needed to experience that in order for you to gain the insight that you needed to gain in order to evolve as a human. 
obviously I want to come back next time as a cat or something. Um, (laughs) because, uh, I, you know, as a human, you know, if we, you know, oh God, there's a huge topic in there. I'm not even going to jump into that because, um, because it's, I'm opening up a whole can of worms, but know, know that if you are experiencing or have experienced trauma in your pregnancy or like, why did I go through all of that? And I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm, your light, your lightness will come from knowing that because of these things, you are in the next chapter of your evolution and you have some incredible insights that can be of great service, not only to your child, but to the world. And this is the whole reason why this podcast is being born. This is the whole reason why I developed self-care kits for women in my pregnancy when I was, and in my postpartum, and I developed these kits because I was like, we need more self-care for women. Those kits would never have existed. Never. Had I not gone through the, the stuff that I've gone, and all these women have now gotten these kits where they, you know, have some essential oils and journals and candles and uh, mala beads and things that help them to ground themselves in their practice and record their journey of motherhood so that their children can see the process of their evolution and have this wonderful keepsake of possibilities. Um, yeah, I, I just think that this is such a beautiful topic and such a uh, so many things to consider in how we grow and evolve as humans and I'm I'm excited to share them with you and I'm excited to this possibility. And this is probably the longest podcast I have done in my three of them that I've done so far and the gazillion of them that I uh, have recorded and deleted. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. I hope that you got something from my little riff this morning about, about development and growth. And if you've had a, a science, science-based pregnancy and there's been no real science or, uh, spiritual evolution to it, it just wasn't you for this lifetime. It doesn't mean anything's wrong or right about it. It's not being wrong or right. This is just about the experience that we have. So I leave it there. Um, I hope that you find your blessing in this. And uh, I look forward to having you listen tomorrow. Have a good one.